welcome to Charts and Hearts. I'm Sarah, and she's Lindsay. Uh, and together we are working our way through an epic list of rom-coms in order to find and categorize tropes in the hopes of creating the nerdiest spreadsheet podcasts have ever seen. Today, we are talking about She's the Man as uh. the first entry in our Shakespearean Adaptations Month. Yeah! obsessed with this movie for a little while <laughs> in the aughts um it's a very odd yeah. movie oh so much the low rise low rise jeans yep uh the channing tatum yep <laughs> <laughs> the uh, gay panic yep. you know mm-hmm. yep all that stuff <laughs> so very fun. early 2000s yes um so if you haven't seen this i think it's 2006 should have looked. 2006. It, it's yeah. an adaptation of Twelfth Night, uh, starring Amanda Bynes and Channing Tatum, but modernized with soccer. Mm-hmm. And so she, her soccer team gets cut, and so she goes to her twin's other school and pretends to be him so that she can play on the boys' soccer team. And Channing helps her, and, and they fall in love. There's lots of uh, trans erasure and gay panic and just random stuff, but also some really funny stuff. <laughs> and yeah, like the good parts are really good, and then everything else is everything else. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. We'll get we'll get to some of the. We'll issues, get there. Don't worry, guys. We yeah. will get there. We'll um, get there. But the first observation I have mm. is how did the casting people think that these two people would be? Uh, able to play each other as yeah. twins. Like, as the they both person. have... Well, they looked like... They looked similar enough to be twins. Yeah. Yeah, they I could, think like, so. Yeah. Like, or siblings. Yeah. Like, they have kind of a similar, like, round-shaped face. They both had, like, similar hair color. Um, yeah. Like, the sibling part of it worked. But yeah, like, for her to fool people... I guess the people she was trying to fool at the onset were people who had never met Sebastian. Yeah, that part's true. And like and then so so that that, that is fine. It's really towards the end where well not even the end. Like uh at the pizza parlor, Monique is like, oh, you're Sebastian, even though you're six inches shorter than you normally are. But she's shown at the very beginning, like in almost the first scene when she's coming home after the soccer gets cut to assume that Viola is Sebastian from behind. Yeah, so so she's just really Dumb? She's very unobservant. Yeah. She definitely is the ditzy blonde cliche. Yeah, ditzy blonde cliche, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then more so towards the end of people getting them confused. But the main thing is that they, that Sebastian, actual Sebastian, mm. fits into Viola's soccer uniform. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. And also he fits into, like, they trade clothes at the very end. And he fits into her clothes, which, uh, no. No, just <laughs> like, like Amanda Bynes waist. is a yeah. teeny tiny teeny, actress. Tiny girl. Yeah. 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 Teeny tiny. Um, personally, I think one of the main reasons that I loved this movie, other than the Channing Tatum of it all, is um, it's filmed in Vancouver. Yeah. Our first is, one. Yeah. So fun. There's so many places. Like, oh, at the very beginning when they're all playing soccer on the beach, uh, they're at Jericho Beach, which is like one of the huge, big sandy beaches, sort of near-ish to downtown, but not right downtown. Um, they must have been so cold. I know. So, like, there's no way it wasn't like 
March or maybe April. I was trying to look at, yeah. the, tre- at the trees. So sometime in spring, but... Yeah, it was yeah. definitely spring. It wasn't summer. No, I'm pretty sure also that the sky was CG. The sky was very... Yeah, the sky could have been... Like, like, well, they can do a lot with lighting. So, yeah, like, they could have been filming it at night in April, and it could have been, like, 10 degrees or less. Yeah. Celsius. Yeah. Like, yeah. They must and you know, she's wearing short shorts and a bikini top. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, landing in the sand, which would be so cold. So cold. Oh, oh man. And so scratchy on that skimpy bikini top. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then lots of the soccer scenes are done at, like, the UBC, um, like, the university stadium and um one of the old schools in the city like i think one of the oldest high schools uh point gray is the public school that she starts at and then the fancy school that she goes to illyria is like a performing arts uh like Mm -hmm. civic center in burnaby the shadbolt um so that was cool was there any I don't think there was any like super famous Vancouver stuff if you're not really from here, but no, I don't think so. Like, there's all sorts of stuff that I just wonder about, like the end scene with the garden, but I'm like that could be any botanical garden anywhere. So it was probably just where they ended up near where they ended up shooting the finale, maybe. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it didn't immediately stand out. It could have also just been like the house that they filmed at. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like a. It's like the John H. McDonald John H. McDonald House in New Westminster, which I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it's like a his like a heritage home or something. Probably in New yeah. West. Um, so it could have a big garden. Yeah, they don't they don't list any gardens. It could also just be like the like outdoor space near the Shadbolt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, Shadbolt's pretty woodsy. So yeah, yeah. it's always fun. I like that because yeah. the um one of the schools I would see every time I went on the SkyTrain to work. I'm like, there it is. Yeah, so yeah, our first Vancouver, but definitely not our last. No. <laughs> um, okay, so my big thing was, okay, so she was at a public school, I assume. Yeah. Or, like, I don't, maybe it was a different private school. I don't know. Um, and then he he was getting sent to this private school. But when she gets to the private school, I'm pretty sure there were girls there. Yeah, there were girls there. because. So why where... didn't she go there too? I, I He got kicked out of the other school. Oh, okay, and so, so he, had his parents him. had to send him yeah. to a private school because he got mm-hmm. kicked out. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, But, like, in that case, why doesn't she go to her parents, who obviously can afford it, and be like, hey, exactly. I really want to play soccer. They cut, yeah, I think they cut the soccer team. Can you send me to the same school as Sebastian? I, know I don't her think mom there was a girls' soccer team at that school. Maybe? Or maybe, yeah, maybe the girls' soccer team isn't good. Yeah. Yeah. Or but like good enough yeah. for her to try to get a scholarship, yeah. And her mom was, yeah, yeah. And her mom was not into her playing soccer. Her mom was into her um, being a debutante. Which, FYI, you can do both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do both. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah. here's a mini one. But we don't have a point system mm-hmm. on this podcast. But I will still minus seven million gajillion points for. Her wearing her hair down multiple times while she's playing soccer at the end. Oh my god. Even at the beginning, she just yeah. has like a tiny headband on. And I'm like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, have you watched girls with long hair play soccer? They usually have their hair in like a heavy duty headband. Like, even yeah. though they're skinny ones, like they're the good, strong headband and a tight ponytail. Like, it's like there's that's a like, point of the even like the finale of the movie, like the big 
game, the end of the big game where she's playing as a girl and it's everything is amazing. She cannot see the soccer ball yeah, because her hair is in her face. I'm like that. There's yeah, no way think, that that person who cares about soccer that much would do that. No, exactly. It's so frustrating yeah, to because me. And I'm like, and it's you, so many, like they could have just fixed it. And she could have just had a hair elastic. No one would have cared, but also all of her friends and everybody was down there. Oh, and yeah, they somebody her, would have had a hair to play. Yeah. Just ugh. at least a headband or something yeah. like, because otherwise you, when you turn fast, when you're running and like trying to find the ball, the, your hair gets in your way. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I know. We have lots of rants um, about people doing inappropriate things like surgery with their hair down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one but is yeah, definitely This one is there. extra bad. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Ugh. Okay. Um, okay. So here's the thing. Like, well, I think we were talking to our friend. Yeah. Who went yeah. to school in the States about high school schedules and things but she went to a catholic school so things were a bit different for her anyway but mm-hmm. like i just don't understand the school schedules in america and <laughs> they are practicing two weeks be- so at her first school they are practicing mm-hmm. soccer all of them yes. two weeks before school starts and they are saying that in two weeks mm-hmm. they have a big soccer game so yeah. at the beginning of school they have a big soccer game then she goes to Illyria and they are also practicing soccer, but they are also already in school, which I know like public yeah, so private, but public private. Yeah. Um, I don't think of soccer as a fall sport. So it it's wasn't the not. practicing before school because yeah. So our, like at my school, which like barely had a football team, our football team started practicing before the school year started because they, the game, like, because it was such a short season. So the games mm. had to start really early. And also I watched Friday Night Lights, the TV show, and they always yeah. would start in the summer. Okay. Um, so like the starting before, but yeah, soccer is like a spring sport, isn't it? I think so. I don't know. Not in sports. Um, but <laughs> like, there's no way that schools that fancy wouldn't have football teams. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. Um, sports is weird. yeah i agree sports is weird um okay should we talk about tampons yeah let's talk about about tampons tampons so it's very funny ha 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 it's exact boys are grossed out by tampons yeah um but honestly as a person who has three nurse aunts um Mm -hmm. first aid people actually do bring pads with them to things because they are really good at absorbing blood that's their job mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. when you are in a pinch it's perfect yeah it's better um, than nothing but also she just needed her tampons for her completely normal regular reason and maybe i know this was 16 years ago and we're slightly better now but like maybe tampons could be not a punchline i think the whole thing of like boys being grossed out by tampons like i'm over it it really mm-hmm. doesn't need to be a thing like yeah I don't know. Um, But also, like, there's reasons for boys to have tampons, too. Mm -hmm. One could be that boys can have uteruses. Yep. Because trans people exist. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, like, if you have women in your life, it's a nice thing to do to have tampons around for emergencies. Like, maybe not in your backpack, but, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It would be a nice thing to do. Or at the very least, a garbage can in your bathroom. Goodness. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, yeah. Like... Or also just, like, you know, maybe they were in there from, 
like carrying them around for his girlfriend or yeah you know who who knows so many reasons so um, many reasons but yeah they don't need to be a punchline and it's definitely the beginning of this movie basically the premise of the com- the majority of the gender comedy in this movie mm-hmm. is that trans people are not a thing like no. there's no such thing as being trans correct um yeah yeah and so like i would think that like watching this as someone who was trans like a trans boy would be really weird and upsetting like to see the Mm -hmm. things that you're struggling with i mean i'm obviously not trans and don't know any trans boys but um like seeing the things that you're struggling with that you like you want to go to a boys school because you are a boy Mm -hmm. and then this is what happens to somebody there um they have completely open showers and so yeah. she can't have a shower, which is hilarious. And hilarious. and then also only a problem at the very beginning. And then she's, I don't really understand yeah. how she solved that problem. Um, but again, like that's a, if you are yeah. a trans boy, like that's a problem. Um, they do show her wrapping her chest, w- yeah. which is, I don't know enough about wraps, but I'm pretty sure it's not a it's, great it's situation. not recommended like it's it can be really dangerous and yeah. like cause lots of medical problems mm-hmm. like wrapping with like bandages rather than a proper binder um also like i don't know what she did while she was playing soccer because that would have been super uncomfortable oh so uncomfortable yeah well because then like aside from the trans erasure and the gay panic which is just a like baked in joke because it's 2006 mm-hmm. um the the um cliches and the toxic masculinity and the just like the like such yeah, bi- yeah, yeah, binary yeah. like gender aside binary it's um cliches of like what you have to do in order to be a man or to be a lady is yeah yeah, just, yeah it's rough yeah There's... yeah so basically she she pulls like tries to pull off being a dude by like basically being a really gross like ladies man i use that in disgusting quotes Mm -hmm. um yeah and then they're like yeah you're super cool even though we're 17 and you're now implying that you've been with a bunch of women um yeah or girls high school students always are yes age appropriate um Mm -hmm. when the the boyfriend the ex-boyfriend uh, cries mm-hmm. and has cried in the past and it's hilarious to the people yeah. and then also at the end is hilarious, it's supposed to be hilarious to us because he's upset that he lost his soccer game and he's a poor loser I'm not going to say that he's not but we're supposed to laugh at him for crying yeah crying isn't feminine having emotions isn't feminine yeah. it's human um, and the biggest thing like, with when Viola is Viola and she's supposed to be going to this debutante stuff and they're all like, this is how you be a lady and blah, blah, blah. And it's very reminiscent of like a uh, league of their own kind of stuff. But, and like some of it is fine. Like, yeah, she chews like weirdo, which is like for a joke and that's fine. But otherwise she's perfectly fine. She has no problems wearing dresses because that's a thing and all of this stuff. And she also, as Viola, is incredibly comfortable in her skin. Like she knows what she is. She knows what she wants. She's feminine enough for whatever. Like, she feels comfortable as a woman. She feels comfortable as a playing a Sebastian. Like, she has no issues with 
her body and, and herself. And then everyone's telling her that she's wrong. And even when she's a girl and they want her to be more of a girl. Like, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Like eating, eating in a messy way is like rude, but it's not like feminine or masculine. It's just kind of gross. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. And then other than, and that was like as a joke, cause yeah. she was also mad at um, the other girl at that point but i'm like everything else i'm like she's she's whatever she's she showed up to the carnival like her mom asked she did all this stuff she's just a girl being a girl (laughs) yeah and like focused on more than like she's focused on what her body can do not what it looks like exactly right yeah yeah yep um um speaking of the carnival um (sighs) Kissing booths are disgusting and should be outlawed, especially ones involving children. I know. It's so gross. And just... Yeah. Like, do a dunk tank like normal people. I know. I'm like, I'm <laughs> watching this before COVID. I was like, these are gross. And now I'm like, oh, yeah. no. This is how oh, you yeah. get COVID and monkeypox. And, just... yeah. and all sorts and also, of other like, things. Herpes and... Who knows what? Yeah. Uh, and then and then also she's there working for her mom, like doing a favor to her mom. And yeah. her ex-boyfriend, who she's broken up with multiple times, then shows up to the kissing booth where she's working and gets yeah. mad at her for doing this job. Yeah. Also, like, they broke up. You have no say who she kisses. She can kiss yeah. whoever she wants. Also, she when you're together, she, she can kiss whoever kiss she wants. Kiss whoever she wants. And also she's doing you this. You break up she's with not, her. Yeah. She's doing this as a favor to her mom. It's not her fault yeah. that she's working. She has to work at this kissing booth. So like, just chill out a bit. But he has yeah. a lot of problems anyway. Yeah. But but like it's well yeah, yeah. No, he is he is a bad high school boyfriend. Um, she at least does end up with like a decent high school boyfriend at the yeah. end. Like I think he's pretty good. I don't know. Like, Channing Tatum's way too old to be playing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but I think no, I think he's pretty good. Like. There's definitely, like, it's hard to say because, like, gay panic is there, but that's just yeah. how it's written. But otherwise, he's pretty decent about things. Yeah, like, he's, I think, you know, like, he's miffed or, like, upset because she was yeah. lying to him. Of course. But not, like, he's not, like... Was it attracted to a man? Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing at... And yeah, I think that's the biggest thing at the end, the speech that they gave each other, which is like very corny and full of like undercurrent puns about um, how he was attracted. So it's like the writers are trying to make gay panic, but he's like not concerned. He's he's like, I miss my roommate yeah. and he was really cool. And I definitely kind of had feelings for him. And now yeah, he's, yeah like he he's turned not it out to be a woman. So I feel it. better about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is definitely like, yeah, like I enjoyed spending time with you as my roommate, and now that you are a girl, I can also realize that I can be sexually attracted to you. Well, like, he was also he attracted yeah. to her as a girl when he met her as a girl. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. It's like, it's like I I enjoyed spending time with my roommate who I thought was a dude, and so therefore wasn't attracted to, and then I mm-hmm. met, like was attracted to you as a woman. So like combining like. The yeah, personality so that I enjoyed. For, this works and the, really nice for me. Yeah. yeah. He's like, sweet, score. <laughs> Best of both worlds. You know, and like, I am glad that she got to play on the voice. I know. As like, a girl we talk about end. this entire yeah. thing and then 
the soccer coach at the end, he's like, the bad soccer coach is like, women, girls can't play this game. And then he's like, no, we don't discriminate here on gender. And I'm like, well, it's 2006. So you're, if we asked you, you would say that there was two genders, but at least you're saying that. So that's something. Yeah. Giving it a shot. And And so, you know, like maybe, yeah. So she can like legitimately go to that school and and play on play on the soccer team, not the girl, the boys' soccer team, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And he was like, he like gave her a little wink and he like, he knows what she can do because he's been her soccer coach for these two weeks and has seen her yeah, exactly. improve and like practice really hard. So he's like, I have a good yeah. soccer player. Why would I take them off of the field? Exactly. Although as we've, you know, like if you pay attention to the news and like trans girls wanting to play sports with other girls yeah. that has become a whole whole thing disgusting thing that we don't really want to get into but yeah i mean they yeah. don't really touch on that in this because like she's a girl so therefore she's weaker so then she can play with boys without it being like an unfair advantage and yeah i say this not believing any of it um <laughs> but that she also wins the game so whatever yeah yes exactly exactly all right um tropes tropes Mm. so we've touched briefly on the mom and Mm. who's hilarious and then also david cross as the principal who's amazing and adds oh my god improv like all of his lines like he's have a great apple and sandwich (laughs) yes and just oh so many things um so i think this is the thing that like we kind of saw a bit in high school musical but we haven't really done a lot of other high school ones yeah. yet of the adults being funny but kind of like ditzy or like just not present so you absent. can get away yeah with all sorts of things but like, like that's that's such a thing it's that's more of like a ya trope than a rom-com yeah. trope but just definitely like as we do more ya rom-coms we mm-hmm. will definitely see more of this for sure because, yeah. yeah, like, if your parents are there and, like, encouraging you to, like, talk about your feelings and, mm-hmm. you know, not sneak out of the house at two in the morning um, causes plot problems. <laughs> yeah. And, I'll, like, this yeah. one of, like, I'm going to go stay at Dad's because Monique will be there hanging out with Sebastian, even though Sebastian is supposed to be in school right now. So why would he be at Dad's anyway? And then, like, none of them... They're just like, you can get to school by yourself. I don't care that you're going to live at the school and I'll never see you. Yeah. I know. It was weird. And maybe because it's like a, you know, fancy prep school, but like they were so close, close. to the school, yeah. but mm-hmm. he lived in the dorms. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Seems weird. Most schools have day students. Yeah. It's school, the crazy and like the beginning where like oh, it's yeah. just like such a standard, more maybe like high school television show of like oh look there's a marching band in the hallway and this guy's doing science in the hallway and this guy they're playing ping pong in the hallway and just like high schoolers are weird (laughs) yeah things and then there also is some exciting hazing and Mm -hmm. yeah yep 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 um yeah the other one which is very shakespearean and then from the origin of like shakespeare into rom-coms is the protagonist love interest like striking a deal or a bet or mm-hmm. something um yeah we'll definitely yeah. that will definitely continue i am sure mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um yep there's another cat fight which Ugh. at least they don't or they're not like cat fight huh? but three 
women uh, just have like an all out brawl in a bathroom. Yeah. For literally just humor reasons. Humor in quotation marks. Like just. Yeah. And then it kind of is like adjacent to the like panicked running through the airport or driving through traffic. But Mm -hmm. yeah, the love interest coming at the last minute um, to forget. Like in this case, it's to forgive her and rather than to like admit his love i mean it's both but like yeah 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 this one is forgive but yeah we could definitely fill that in with um admitting their love or saying that they've apologizing or yeah whatever yeah yeah for sure the giant misunderstanding capital g capital m yes yeah yep 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 so yeah many tropes that we have already seen and we'll see some more yeah yeah um, so this Bechdel test pass. Hooray. Yeah. Um, it can get ishy if we're looking at her when she's playing Sebastian, but she also does pass because she talks about soccer a lot at the beginning. And at the beginning, when she's with her friends, they're all talking about soccer and they're also talking about their goals about soccer of like, I want to go to the school and I want to do this. And I want to, this is my goal is to play yep. soccer. So I give this a, a minus. Yeah. For the back pretty good. Test. Pretty yeah. good. Um, okay. Do you have a hot take that you'd like to Yeah. Um, my hot take is like something similar. Like a question, which we've I've been asking for my entire adult life is why like, I understand now, but like what is with Shakespeare and cross-dressing? But the hot take of that is maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. Modernize them. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Just... Or like maybe there's a better way to do it. I don't know what it yeah. is, but I don't know what it is either. Like a more, like a more inclusive way to yeah do like I like think a lot bending. Yeah, a lot of the humor that Shakespeare got from cross dressing, first of all, comes from something we'll talk about in a couple of episodes of the fact that it's a guy playing a girl who's then playing a guy because yeah there was no female actors, but also mm-hmm. it's just funny at that point yeah. Because that's what was funny. And also, I think, because probably because of costumes and stuff like that. Watching period, like, watching Twelfth Night as a play, yeah. like, it can be funny as well. Like, with their, oh, God, their hilarious costumes yeah. or whatever. And, I mean, other than cross-dressing, there's also a ton of mistaken identity of yeah in all Shakespeare. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I think it's, like, it's quite a, vi- like, it's a very play thing because it's quite a mm-hmm. visual joke because, yeah. like you can make it obvious to the audience mm-hmm. because it's like a, you know, the same character, but yeah. So like it, it plays well visually, which I think was important in Shakespearean plays. And yeah. Plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think, yeah, but it just is now like watching this with a 2022 lens on, I'm like, it's not funny anymore because yeah. it erases everything but two genders and it just becomes yeah a problem and again like as you were saying before like potentially triggering for some people and highlights a lot yeah. of problems that and, people have and makes it seem like it's okay to poke fun at somebody yeah. wearing clothes that don't match their stereotypical gender presentation yeah. like gender mm-hmm. like what you think is their gender presentation so like a man wearing a dress like why is yeah. that funny yeah. Men can wear dresses because it's mm-hmm. just clothes. Exactly. 
yeah, and like finding humor in their situation of like she can't have a shower, yeah, and mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and also like just because you see somebody who has like a stereotypical masculine shaped face doesn't mean that they identify or that they are male. Like, yeah, yeah, people are at all different. Like, also, it's not a gender binary. Like the whole thing of the whole yeah. thing. Ugh. Okay. Um, my hot take is yeah, Channing Tatum is way too old to play a high schooler. I think he was like in his late twenties in this. Yeah. Um, but it also makes me feel less icky to find him attractive. Yeah, I agree. So he also yay. was training mm, or step mm-hmm. up while he was filming this in Vancouver, which means that he then went to go play another high schooler right after. This. Yes. <laughs> yep. Oh, good times. <sighs> um. Okay. Let's make a pie chart. Mm-hmm. Pie. Our favorite. Okay. We've got five entries in our pie chart this week. Mm-hmm. Um, montages. There's a lot of montages, but there's not as many montages as, say, or the montages aren't as, like, key to the plot. No, there's something a lot like, of um, dirty dancing. Yeah, there's a lot of soccer playing montages, which is fair. And, like, a lot of her running around changing outfit montages. Yes. Yes. Actually, yeah, the changing outfit montage is pretty key and pretty funny. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe, like, 30? Yeah. 30% montages. Um, Gouda? <laughs> There's too many jokes about Gouda in this movie. Um, yeah. I think we'll call it, like, a solid 5%. Yeah, I would say 5 Just Okay. Like, it's one of my favorite lines. And then also the... The wheel of Gouda at the end is so big. Yes. So big. But realistic. That's how big it is. Vancouver? Mm, it's pretty small because I think if you weren't like really yeah, familiar with Vancouver, notice. I don't think you would know it was Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Um, I don't know, like another 10 or 15? Yeah. Let's say 10. Okay. And then um, swooning over Channing Tatum... Mm-hmm. Mm, that was a lot like 20 yeah and then our final entry which will get 50, I think 60, 35 35% yeah that seems appropriate yeah. 35% random Shakespearean mentions yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's obviously so... Twelfth Night which Viola, Sebastian, Illyria um, the creepy dude spider Oh, yeah, yeah, like the the bad guy-ish. His spider is, yeah, named after the character that he's based on because it's a really weird Mm -hmm. name. Yeah, so, like, the the junior league that she goes to for a debutante is the Stratford Junior League Mm -hmm. for Stratford Um, Avon. The pizza place is uh, Cesario's, which I don't know if that's Twelfth Night or something else. The little speech thing that Channing gives a soccer game about greatness. The, C- just a... Cesario, yeah, Cesario in the play, um, Viola doesn't impersonate her brother in the play. She just impersonates a, another dude, a dude named Cesario. Yeah, so to recap our pie chart from largest to smallest, we've got 30% montages, 35% random Shakespearean, mes- random Shakespearean mentions, 20% swooning over Channing Tatum, mm. 10% Vancouver, and 5% Gouda. Mm. <laughs> Cheese and Channing Tatum. Ugh, a, good combo. It's not a bad movie to look at. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. What's next for these two kooky kids? Well, I don't know what grade they're supposed to be in. 
They're in grade they 12 because they were talking about getting scholarships and getting scouted for college oh, okay. teams. So I'm pretty sure okay. they're in grade 12. Okay. So I think they'll make it through grade 12. Yeah. I don't think, unless they, actually, no, it's probably even worse if they ended up at the same, at the same college. Um, but yeah, no, I think like they're a really good high school boyfriend, girlfriend. It'll be great. Like, I think they'll amicably break up and yeah. it'll be fine. Well, because, yeah, like, she was talking at the beginning, which is talking about her mm-hmm. goals. She's talking about going mm-hmm. to Carolina. I don't yeah. know which one. And mm-hmm. I don't know where this is supposed to be based, but I feel like it's supposed to be on the West Coast, even though that's just my Vancouver bias showing. Uh, the Junior League stuff made me think it was, like, New England-y. Okay. So maybe East Coast, but still, higher, like, New England. Like, North, is, yeah. Is North far East. away from a yeah. Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then he doesn't say anything about what he wants to do is I, I assume play soccer, but I'm sure he has more options because he's a dude roll eye rolls. Yeah. Um, well, in terms of like so getting we'll a, getting a soccer yeah. scholarship. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, I can't, I can't see them like sticking it out through college. No. And I think like we, we don't actually see them together as a couple, except for the montage at the end where they're not doing very well yeah. playing soccer, but her entire goal was still, mm-hmm. was just about soccer. So I feel that, she will be remain to prioritize that exactly yeah 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 and that doesn't seem to have changed so yeah no i think like her goals in life are to play soccer Mm -hmm. while she can and then go from there yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so good job okay so next up we're taking a momentary break from the cross-dressing but don't worry Mm -hmm. it'll be back Mm -hmm. and Speaking of random Shakespearean mentions, and mm. also speaking of the one of the best movies of all time. Yes. In my opinion, we'll be back with, obviously, 10 Things I Hate About You. Woo! <sighs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that brings us to the end. You can rate or review us wherever you get your podcast, and please do, because we're kind of new. You can find us on social at Charts and Hearts Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and Charts and Hearts on Twitter. On Twitter. And on our website, chartsandhearts.com, where you can submit your suggestions for rom-coms and tropes for us to add to the list. If you want to hear more about this month's theme, take a listen to our Patreon episode coming soon for a Shakespearean adaptation that's not really a rom-com, definitely not a com, uh, The New West Side Story will be on our Patreon coming up soon, and you can find us uh, at patreon.com slash chartsandheartsclub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah fun one and in the meantime our new outro is how we're still working on doing a new outro ah, <laughs> but yay, yay and bye see you next time <laughs>